my shorts. Hello, everybody. My name's. De- <laughs> How have I fucked that up? How have I done that? My name. I don't Dave. know. You do it every What's week. My intro- what is my intro? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Dave Lee Downer Podcast. My That's name's the Dave. one. I'm your host. <laughs> Fucking hell! I've done this enough times. Let's try it again. You ready? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Dave Lee Downer Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Dave Lee. And this is episode number 63. It's a last... Tr- is tr- the- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do your thing. You almost, almost cut me out there, man. Sorry. Tickle me. 63. Uh, wasn't worth waiting for. No, Move I on. Think so. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> that was shocking. This is episode 63. <laughs> it's the... Uh, la- biggest, biggest fuck-up start in, in, in the whole time. This is the biggest fuck-up start in the history of the program. And this is why we've been axed. <laughs> this is why they've yanked us off the air. And the world's worst manager couldn't negotiate another contract with I us. I know, asshole. I've been trying to get him to make stickers and merchandise and shit for the last year, and he just kept refusing, and it's just, it's killed the podcast. Uh, he's probably blaming the pandemic. Yeah, probably. Like everything else. <laughs> Look, this is our last show. This is our last show. We'll talk a bit about it again in a, in a minute. We spoke about it last week at length. We'll talk about it again a bit today. Uh, it is our last show for now. For now. Uh, again, we'll talk about that yeah, just just in a moment. Of course, the podcast, well, it used to go out on all the podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and Audible. It's probably going to be up there for another, I don't know how, how long, maybe another couple of weeks. Until I uh, cancel my contract with the um, podcast hosts. Um, and I think once I do that, it all gets ripped down. Uh, but if Probably. you do want to find the podcast, if you want to find the backlog of all the podcasts, you can head to the YouTube channel, which is uh, the Dave Lee Down Under Podcast YouTube channel. They're all there. This week's episode will be there. All the previous ones will be there. You can watch, listen, for the rest of eternity. Um, a visual element is also available to go on YouTube. Uh, I said that. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh, that go- the, This podcast goes out two days earlier to Patreon. I don't even know why I'm going over this normal shit. Because it's irrelevant now. Because the last show. But if you do want to support us over on Patreon. Uh, obviously I'll still be doing my YouTube stuff. Whatever. Patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under. For as little as a dollar a month. Uh, you can find me of course on YouTube. At Dave Lee Down Under on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. I'll still be on all of those, and if you want to write into the, if you want to keep writing into the show, DaveLeePod at gmail.com is still open. Otherwise, you can get me at DaveLeeDownUnder at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. Only good ones. Well, no, it doesn't matter, does it? Leave shit ones if you like. Well, no, yeah, Thanks. I suppose so. Nah, just, just leave some ratings. It's not too late. It's not too late. You can save the you can save the podcast if we get ten <laughs> if we get ten good ratings this week ten good ratings you have saved you have saved the podcast. <laughs> good luck with that, you cheap hunter. Yeah, 
Exactly. I'll put it. I'll put it back on you guys, the listeners. It's in your hands now. The fate of the podcast is in your hands. <laughs> ten. I dare you. Ten good ratings, and um, and the podcast is saved. Actually, talking about uh, ratings, though, we did actually get a couple come in through the week. You might regret. You might regret to say regret saying that. I might regret saying that. Yeah, that is the, that that is something That's that the, the internet will will jump on. Um, but I exactly. did. We did actually get a couple of ratings during the week. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. Uh, we've got one from uh, Tori, who is a long-time listener. Um, and uh, they were very, very... They sent me a message on another platform, too. said they were very disappointed that the show was disappearing and were going off. They actually said they were devastated that uh, the podcast is going, um, bit, which is very sad. Strong. We do, we do hate... strong that. word, devastated? <laughs> a strong word, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, hate, we hate upsetting people. We don't like we don't like that. Uh, but they they wrote in here to the uh, to the podcast platform saying I'm finally up to date with the podcast. Oh wait, that's that's the wrong one. Uh, they said I have a, I have followed Dave for years from Blu-ray hunting all the way to new movie trailer breakdown. Such a great weekly podcast to tune into. It's definitely on my wavelength when discussing new or classic cinema and TV shows. Keep up the great work to both Dave and old <laughs> mate Rick <laughs> for this week anyway. <laughs> yep. Um, we got another one in from Mac Driver. Who said, you want a review? Here you go. Look, if you're undecided on if you should listen to this or not, do it. Dave and old mate, uh, old mate Rick are some of the nicest guys, and it's fun, relaxing show to have on a Monday. Uh, Dave and Rick, Rick, thank you for this wonderful podcast. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it was, well, uh, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was a, was a pleasure. Look, we um, this is, of course, the last show we've been saying this. Um we did actually have quite a few people writing in saying that they were disappointed that uh, that the show was ending, um, and that sucks. I hate letting people down. That's a big part of why we kept this, kept trying to keep this thing going for as long as we have. Because we don't like to let people down. We know there is a there's a sizable audience listening to the show, um, and it is always it's always hard to disappoint people. Yep. And uh, especially if people are relying on it every Monday to give them a little bit of a, a smile because there's nothing else to listen to. Yeah, listen to a couple of morons on the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rambling on. It does suck a little bit. Um, but look, this is this is going to be the last show for now. Oh, I should say, we are strangely... Um, strangely, we had the, actually had the biggest day of listens ever on the podcast during the week. It's bizarre. And by ever, I mean we had ten times the amount of listens in one day than we've ever had. That's that's odd. Ten times, ten times our previous best day ever on the podcast. If it was like that every week, <laughs> if it was like that every week, we'd keep going. As yeah, we exactly said, right. the, as we said, the biggest part of a kind of pulling, you know, closing a curtain to this is. Um, Oh, we just don't feel like we're able to get this podcast out there enough. It has been a lot of the growth has been very stagnant since we began. Um, very small growth in a few in a few few parts here and there, but it's mostly just been really stagnant. And it's really hard to keep momentum on something and keep enthused about doing something when that there's no growth or there's no kind of return. We do get the return, obviously, as I said. There's a lot of people that are listening, and we love the support and whatever that you guys do give us. But when you don't see that that kind of sm- snowball effect of, of the growth, it does make it a bit hard to, to maintain. But I don't know what happened with the pod this week. 
It actually happened to be the day that we announced that we were leaving the air. Um, <laughs> but I think it was actually a coincidence. It was a celebration. You, yeah, everyone's like, yes, they're going. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, but no, because you can actually see it building up over the three days leading up to it. Like, listens, like, snowballing. Mm. Like, I'm saying, this is probably not huge, but we had 1,200 downloads in a day. Our previous That's best in a day was... Uh, yeah, our previous best in a day was 120. And it was, like, last year sometime. I think mm. it was when we had Mr. Sunday on the podcast, actually. When James <laughs> came on the podcast, it was, like, the highest listened episode. And as a result of this, it looks like people went back and listened to a bunch of the newer episodes... Um, because something like, uh, it was nine out of our last 15 episodes are now in the top 10 most listened episodes of all time. Oh, gold. And previously, all the like top 10 most listened were old ones, like really old ones. Mm. So I don't know what happened. It looks like maybe one episode kind of took off and then people went and listened to a bunch of older ones. Um, and then our podcast was apparently charting at number five. On the Australian film reviews category as well. So we had this enormous growth. The following day, immediately, immediately plummeted back to 24 listens (laughs) the very next day. So unless this is some sort of weird glitch where it's like caught up on a bunch of listens or something, I don't know. Mm, I don't don't really know. So it it is a bit hard to have to go out having had a very successful day like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but because it has then plummeted immediately, I think it was a bit of a fluke. Uh, something's <laughs> happened in that system, and it's something's happened, and I don't know. But that momentum hasn't continued; it's immediately plummeted back down. As I said, it's a celebration. People thought, "Hey, they're gone. You're beauty." Yeah, well, that's what I thought at first. But you can actually see it building the over growth, the yeah. three days before it, slowly building. And then mm. it plummets. So I think it's some weird fluke. I'm going to keep an eye on it over the next week or so, see what happens there. But last yep. week's episode was listened to the normal amount of times. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think it was just like uh, one of those weird things. But again, it does yeah. make it harder to step away after well, having something like that it, happen. Well, if it happens again and you get bloody, you know, 10 or 15 people writing in and saying, no, don't stop, don't stop, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, look, uh, we we do say that this is the end, but um, I I think I think what should be clarified is that this is the end of this podcast. This is the yeah, end of, right. of this Dave Lee Down Under podcast. It is also, as we said last week, it, it's been a little bit harder to, to produce that we're currently on other sides of the world, different sides of the world. Uh, makes it just that little bit extra bit difficult. I think what we what we really need to do is kind of sit back and assess. And I know I had a whole fucking two months off to assess. <laughs> but oh, yeah, two I months got, off uh, to relax. Yeah, I was just, I was just content with relaxing. I feel like what we need to do is sort of reassess um, what we want to do with this. And I think I think the best way forward is probably at some point we'll be back with, whether it's just a series of specials every now and then, we do a, like a sporadically decide, hey, let's do a special and we'll drop a special. Or whether we do like a more kind of... Um, focused. What do you call it? Like a more focused kind of show. On a where theme. We, well, it's like a theme, like maybe every 
we drop one every month or something and each episode has a theme like we touch on a different genre or a different filmmaker or something like that it was just like a really focused hour-long show where we can talk about a topic and I feel like that might actually be a better way to kind of go about this um, and I feel like that's something that we don't need to do on such a tight turnaround because that's a big part of uh, of this as well because having to do this takes, you know, I've said multiple times, takes so much time out of my week and takes me away from all my other videos. I keep missing my deadlines, which does impact the way my videos perform, which of course is my where I make my living, really. Um, I feel like if we can do something that's a bit more focused, you know, we can put aside a couple of days where we just record a bunch of episodes and then bank them and then just have mm. them ready to go whenever we're ready. Um, so, I don't know. That's an idea. We'll spitball some ideas. We'll think of something and we will be back at some point. But for now, we're just kind of closing it, closing, closing a lid on this chapter. Unless, again, we get those 10 reviews this week or the podcast explodes again for some random reason. Uh, we'll keep an eye on all that. But, um, but yeah, I think for now it's just kind of the closing of this curtain. And we do hate to disappoint people. We do hate to let, let people yeah. down. Again, all these old episodes will be available to watch on YouTube. I think they'll be taken down from podcasting platforms. Though, once I cancel that, uh, 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 what do you call it, contract with the podcast host. More than but, but once I, once we get back, if we're doing more shows or whatever, and I renew that contract, all the old episodes will come back to the podcast platforms, I'm sure. I think that's how it works. Stay subscribed. If you are subscribed to whether it be Apple Music or Spotify or you know, Apple Podcasts, whatever, stay subscribed to the feed because when we do new shows, we'll probably just dump them on the same feed. Or at the very least, we will put up like a trailer like, hey, we're doing a new podcast, head over to this place and find the new show. I think we'll yeah. probably just use the same feed. But anyway, stay subscribed. See, that's the thing too because the analytics on YouTube are so great. Like I can dive into the analytics on YouTube and see everything. I can see how many subscribers I have, how many views I'm getting, how how many how much yeah. watch time people are. I, I can see where people are listening from. Yep. Podcasts, you really don't get anything. You get like base level statistics on like how many listens you've had, how many downloads you've had, countries. I don't know how many people have subscribed to what platforms. I don't know how many people are regularly listening to the show um, or any of this kind of stuff. So it is really hard to kind of you know, kind of get a good idea of what's yeah. happening out there. But mm. like I said, we'll keep an eye on things and we'll be back at some point. At some point with something. With something. <laughs> what, yeah. what it is, who knows. Exactly. But, it's just the, we'll ta- the fast turnaround on this, I think, is is has been difficult. So if we get something that's a bit more focused, we have more time to just put a couple of days aside to record a bunch of apps and bank them and then roll them out over a year or something like that. We'll think about it, but we will be back because we do enjoy it. It's good. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love doing it. It's good. It. We don't not the, enjoy the, it. Uh, the, the, yeah, the, the, um, the, hard, the hard part for, well, f- for us recording it really is because we're on the opposite sides of the world. There's a bit of a delay and that makes it a little bit difficult. And then, you know, here I am at, you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night and we're recording a podcast after a day's work and all those sorts of things as well. So that all, that all contributes to it as well. Um, but you know, eventually, eventually we might be back in the same room, and uh, it'll be a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think yeah, this is just kind of that final nail where it's like, yeah, this is. It was difficult before, but it's even more difficult now. And then the editing is annoying when I have to sync mm. it all up, and um, 
Um, oh, that, that's not the biggest part, but it's kind of like we end up talking over each other a lot of the time too. You don't hear that because I edit that out. Talking about what There's a lot. Yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, but that you know, all these little things. I sound like I'm just having a whinge. Is that that's typical though? Well, you are well, in England. Just, I'm what? <laughs> I said you are. I am, in, I am in England. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> uh, um, hey, I do. Uh, we probably should address. We don't talk about politics and all that kind of shit at the show because we don't. You know, it's fun, light entertainment and stuff. It's a lot of pretty dire stuff going down in Europe at the moment, um, and we did just want to briefly touch on that just to wish everyone well out there. Um, I know we do have people listening. Um, across Europe, and um, if anyone out there is affected by anything that's going on in Europe at the moment, uh, we wish you all the best, and we just hope you stay safe and stay well. And and it's not just it's it's it's, it's people from everywhere. It's 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 you know Russian people, yeah. the whole lot. I mean, it's this is a, this is a political it's well, exactly. a it's a political issue. It's not it's got nothing to do with. You know, citizens of no. the countries. It's um, it's a political thing, and it's strong arm tactics and all those sorts of things. And we just hope that yeah. everybody stays safe and and uh, this 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 um, current situation finishes pretty quickly. And um, and everybody, every you know, there's minimal loss of life. Yeah, we send love to everybody in every country that is impacted by this around exactly. the world in Europe. Uh, but look, yeah, uh, that's about. I, again, don't want to spend too much time on that, but we did want to just—it's the right thing to to address it exactly, and right. just to and just to wish everyone well. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the craziness, and we hope that if you know anything of this is affecting you, like I was honestly, I was struggling to get work done yesterday because of everything, and mm, it's mm. tough watching this play out. I am in Europe; it's not exactly far away. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no. So it's it's been tough to watch it play out. And I was very distracted yesterday. I struggled to get work done or whatever. So this is just, it is you know impacting a lot of people, a lot of places. We just hope that the next hour of this show can take your mind off things just for a little bit and just sit and enjoy a couple of blokes just talking shit, which yep, is uh, as we what this pod's do. always been about. So last thing I want to say on it is that please, everybody, keep your head down, stay safe, mm-hmm. and have compassion for for you for your fellow man. You know. Yep. No matter where, they, no matter where they're from in the world, because it's yep. as I said, it's it's not it's not the citizens that are that are causing this. It's uh, it's politics. Well, exactly right. Um, look, we let's from that let's uh, talk about your um, very interesting week. You've had a bit of a run in. It wouldn't be a podcast without a story about either of us sting? having a having a run in. What's that? Did you want the sting? For what? No, we're not up to that yet. There is no sting. No, there is no sting. We're still in the introductory segment. We're still in the talk and shit segment of the pod. What a dickhead! (laughs) I know. I was thinking, what are you talking about? I thought I'll let you play it anyway. See what happens here. That's why we're going off. (laughs) Anyway, I was going to say while we're still talking shit. Uh, at the beginning of the podcast, our talking shit segment. Um, I was going to say you have ever run in with um, with a retailer. <laughs> with, um, uh, I haven't it's, told it you this story. A, it wouldn't be the final episode oh, without no, 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 no. A, a, a story about a run in with a with a retailer. It wasn't really a run in with them. It was just they fucked up big time. 
Yeah. Um, do we mention who it is? I don't know. Should we? <laughs> I don't know. What's it, what's it going to matter? They bugger up. It's a it's a very popular gaming store here in Australia. It's a very popular gaming boutique. Boutique, yes. In Australia, yes. Ernest Bruce. Ernest Bruce. Yeah, well, it's yeah, the only name I can think of with you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ernest, the... Ernest. Okay, Ernest Bruce. Yeah, but more specifically, cool. it was the kind of like pop culture spin-off of yeah. Ernest Bruce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, now you'd ordered. You, you got on back order a few pop vinyls, correct? Yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, quite a few. I received I received a phone call a couple of days ago because you're overseas. They've got my number so that I can go pick the yeah. stuff up. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. a phone call a few days ago from our local store saying that your Mickey pop final had come in. I said, "Yep, cool, not a problem. I'll be over in a couple of days and I'll pick it up." In the meantime, you, there was a um, another pop vinyl that you had on back order that you'd noticed mm. about two weeks yeah. ago. It actually came in store. So I had to ring mm. them and find out what was going on with that. So they had no recollection of it. And then eventually they found it on the system and the girl said to me, I'll have to ring the warehouse and find out what's going on with it and I'll call you back. So she calls me back two hours later mm. and says, we've sorted it out, it's being, it's being sent down from the warehouse, we'll have it by the end of the week, if not early next week. Just not long after that was when I received, oh no, it was before that, I received the phone call from, from the local store saying yeah. the Mickey one was in. So I went over there today and um, said to the guy, we've got this pop vinyl, it's come in, Someone called me, blah, 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 gave them the name. They said, yeah, not a problem. I said, before you go, there's another one I'm supposed to be receiving today or early next week being sent in from the warehouse, and this is what it is. So they chose, oh, yep, that's come in. So they've gone out the back. They've um, bought the two of them out. The, um, the Wonder Woman one was correct. And I looked mm-hmm. at the Mickey one, and I said to them, you sure this is right? Because I don't know if he's actually got this in order. And... Um, this is the image he sent me saying that this is probably the one that the, the, the um, that has come in store. So I said, oh, no, no, that's right. And they looked at the code and did all that sort of stuff. And they said, no, that's the correct one. I said, oh, okay, fair enough. And I thought it might have been a different one than you'd ordered. So I've paid for them, brought them home, sent you a photo. And you said, what the hell's that one? I didn't order that. <laughs> the Mickey one. Hmm. So that was all right. I thought, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, pr- sorry, prior to that, I've got to say, with the... With the um, with the Wonder Woman one, I received a phone call um, two days, two three days ago, from Queensland, right. from uh, um, what I thought was the warehouse, because the the girl here at our local store had said that the um, uh, the warehouse was in Queensland. They sent it down from there, so I got a call from what I thought was the warehouse saying that your pop vinyl has been shipped. Cool, not a problem. You'll have it in a couple of days. So anyway, I've gone in there. They've given me these two, sorted all that out. You've told me that's the wrong one. So now I've got to take that one back and um, try and explain to them what the story was. Now, on their system, they don't have a record of you ordering the one that you ordered. Mm. They couldn't find it. Right. They're trying to tell me that you've got two separate accounts 
right? <laughs> now, the stinger to it all, yeah. but I'd come home. About half an hour after I got home, I received another phone call from Queensland. Oh, my gosh. Is this Dave? I said, I just said yes because, you know, that's yeah. the account under, the, <laughs> under your name. Oh, this is so-and-so from a um, store in, in, uh, in Queensland, you know, the Ernest... What they call it? Ernest yeah, yeah. Ernest Bruce, yeah. Ernest, Ernest Bruce. This is the <laughs> zinger. Your pop final has come in. Oh, my gosh. I said, pardon? She said, your pop final has come in. I said, which pop final? And she says, oh, Wonder Woman with the cape. And I said, where are you from? She said, Capalabar. And I said, in Queensland. She says, yeah. I said, well, somebody's fucked up, haven't they? He said, oh, what do you mean? I said, that was supposed to have been shipped to our local store down here in Victoria. <laughs> right? And she said, oh, really? I said, yes, really. I said, on top of that, I said, you might as well put it in stock because I've already picked it up. Oh, no, you can't have because we've got it here. I said, well, I've just been in the store and I got home half an hour ago and I've got it in my hand right now. So somebody fucked up royally. So so the one you picked up in store was one they had back it, in the back for me. Yes, it had been sent down. It had your name and everything on it. Okay, so what you forgot at the beginning was that you rang about a week ago trying to hunt this pop down. Yeah. And they said, we don't have it. We don't have it in store. Yeah. And then that's why they had to order one down. That's right. Now, this has happened about three or four times recently where I've placed an order and they haven't called. Or I haven't got notification yeah, that the pop right. has come in. The only no- way I know it's in is that I notice, oh, hang on, that pop is now in store. It is in stock at our local store. So I ring them, and this happened before I even was going over, it came over here. I was ringing them like, have you got this in stock? Oh, no, we don't have that. And then the next day they ring, oh, hey, we've got your pop in store. And this has happened with you as well, where you've rang yeah. them and been like, have you got this? And they've looked and they've gone, oh, yeah, actually, this is in stock. We've had it for mm. a week. Right. Yeah. So this Wonder Woman one, I noticed, oh, it's in stock. The only way I knew was that they have one in stock at the local store. And yeah. you called them and you were like, can I just hate... Because they were like, oh, we'll bring one down from the warehouse. And you said, well, you've got one in stock. Why don't you just give us the one off the shelf? Mm. And they refused. They said, no, no, we'll get one from the warehouse. Yeah. And I went in, when, when I went in today, I told the guy, right, and he says, oh, yeah, it's in, yeah we've got it. I'll go, and, I'll go and grab So they've gone and got it. And by, the, by this time, I'd gone around to where the pops are. Mm. And one of the first things I see is that pop vinyl that you'd ordered yeah. sitting on the shelf. And yeah. I, cause I, said, I said to the guy, I said, um, uh, I know you've got it. I know you've got it. Um, it's been released and you've, got, you've actually got them in stock. I said, so if you don't actually have one that's been sent in, I'm going to take the one off the shelf and, and take that one. And he said, oh, hang on a minute. So he's said, oh, no, we've got it. We've got it. It's been sent in. I thought. So they did have it. Yeah, that they did. so weird. Don't know what's going on Just, there, man. Oh, I don't know what they're doing. The I don't think they know what they're doing. Now, I would usually order my pops or my toys and shit from Pop Culture. They are great. They are the best. Their customer service is amazing. I've been using them for years. Sometimes they're a little bit slow to send stuff out, but they've got a massive warehouse and they've been understaffed over a pandemic and shit like that. So, you know, whatever. But they've always pulled through with an order amazingly. Um, and I get my my pop culture pennies on there too. It's like their loyalty program where you get certain points and for however much you spend, and then eventually you'll get like a discount code or a voucher or something that you can use on another order. So I usually use them to buy pops, but occasionally it's like 
if something pops up on pre-order, it's sometimes easier just to place it for pickup at the at a local store, at the local yeah. Ernest Bruce. Yep. Because it's just easier. But because when you pre-order through them, you only have to pay a small deposit. You don't have to pay the full amount, which mm. through pop culture, you have to pay your full amount up front if you're, even if you're pre-ordering. Yep. So sometimes just like, I can't be bothered with that. And you only get free shipping over a hundred dollars with pop culture as well. So unless you don't have, unless you've got something worth a hundred bucks worth of stuff, I don't really find it's worth ordering through them. So mm. I just mm. place these small orders every now and then through the local store, go and pick it up. It's a little bit easier. Not I think pop culture I'll, store. Not pop culture. Not pop culture. This is the local. <laughs> this is a local. The local Ernest Bruce. It's easy just to go online, order it, to pick up down the road, go and get it. I don't care about the pennies, whatever. It's just I don't have to pay it all up front. I pay for it when I go in and get it. But I think they fucked up so many times. This at least five or six orders recently. They've fucked up. Yeah. Um, and now you have to go and take that Mickey back because it's yeah. not the right one. I just I just can't believe it because they've got it. They've got it marked incorrectly on their website too. Yeah. If you go on their website, it actually says something other than what it actually is. It's this is the one, the one that I've got now. Yeah. It's two of the 50th anniversary Walt Disney World ones. So yeah. they've confused them somehow. Uh, yeah. But this one that you've got there, I actually ordered through Pop Culture because it was part of a bundle. So yeah. I did order that bundle through Pop Culture. So I'm like, no, I've got, I've got that one and ordered through somewhere else. But anyway, mm. so there's our fun little run-in with... Um, yeah, they just keep fucking up time after time. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, as I said, wouldn't be a pod without a story about us uh, <laughs> having, having some, some dilemmas, some dramas, <laughs> trying to get our toys. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, boys, toys. Oh, God. Sake. Yeah, right, it's, this... bu- it's just bizarre. Yeah. It's All right, you can, play, you can play your, uh, your little tune now. Oh, can we? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Good, yeah. good picture. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. There you go. Have you watched anything this week? Any movies? No, I haven't. Again, nothing. <laughs> just You've given just up. haven't. Just haven't. Well, I just haven't had time. We're just, you know, working and what trying to keep up with maths and yeah, 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 yeah. having a good laugh at them idiots on that show. Yeah, yeah. It's just started here, so that's been taking up our nights too. It's long. It's really long. An hour and a half is oh, it's long. So just that, and you know, um, trying to get through um, Ozark, and um, yeah, yeah, because I think we're into season two now. Um, right. Want to get through Ozark and uh, Pam and Tommy, right? Um, and that's about all, really. Mm. I think yeah, yeah that's, that's probably about all. Same. Yeah. I haven't watched Ozark. No interest. Watched the first season years ago. Boring oh, as man, hell. It's great. It is. It is so boring. I don't know how it's gone for four seasons. It is boring. No, loving it. Can't stand it. I'm glad I'm you're enjoying loving it. it. You've skipped mm. ahead to television. Yep. So oh, well. But that's all I've been watching. Yeah. Haven't, well, had time yeah. To watch, haven't had time to sit and watch a two or three hour movie. No. Well, let's talk about television first. So, what have you been doing? What have you been watching? Well, well, while we're, while we're talking about TV, um, yep. yeah, same shit. Maths has been taking like an hour and a half out of our evenings, and that just blasts that. Still going on Euphoria. We've almost finished. I think we've like just about caught up to actual, uh, to the actual airing now. I think there's only eight episodes of the season. The eight episode is this week, so we've like caught up. Uh, that's still so good. It's just fucked up. It's getting more and more fucked up. You gotta check that one out when you get a chance. Euphoria, there's only like, yeah. I think the yeah, I think there's only like 
16 episodes maybe 12 episodes okay. or something like that all up so far there's only two seasons so good zendaya is amazing i never really thought much of zendaya i just like all i ever really knew her from was the spider-man films um yep with tom but, tom spider-man yeah with tom spider-man yeah um, <laughs> um and i just kind of thought like I, don't, I never obviously never saw any of her like disney channel stuff or anything like that but she's incredible she's so mm. good in this show she's an incredible just incredible actress You'll have to keep reminding me, and I'll um, we'll probably do that after after we've done yeah the rest of Ozark. Yeah, it's a cra- it's a crazy fucking crazy show. It's mm. like you there's stuff in it where you're like, I've never seen this on television before. You're yeah. continually every episode you're like, holy shit, can't believe they just like showed that or they've done mm. that. It's madness. It's madness. Awesome. Um, but I started watching. Um, well, here's a funny story. I started watching Last Man Standing. A few weeks ago, yeah. Uh, this is the Tim Allen sitcom. I thought, yep. yeah, I really wanna, I really wanna just get into like a sitcom in the morning. Now that I'm finished my DreamWorks movies, got the DreamWorks thank movies out Christ. the way. Thank <laughs> God, I can still watch my movie in the morning at like six thirty when I wake up. But what I was doing is watching a movie in the morning, and then I'd watch the DreamWorks movie. By the time that was done, my morning's blasted. But I've finished all those now. Um, so what I thought is like, I just want like a a sitcom that I can watch in the morning where, like, I watch my movie, go downstairs, get my breakfast, and watch something for 20 minutes while I'm eating breakfast. Mm -hmm. So I started watching Last Man Standing, which is that Tim Allen show. It was on for, like, nine years. I think we watched a bit of it when it first started, but then we kind of just fell off. Not much, though. I think we might have talked about this last week. I'm not sure. But anyway, I'm really, really loving it. And then Alicia says to me one night, um... How's that Tim Allen show? I was like, oh, yeah, it's actually really quite good. I'm really, really loving it. She goes, oh, am I missing out? It's like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> She's like, oh, what am I watching it? That, oh, fucking hell. By this point, I've watched five episodes. I'm like, all right, we'll go, we'll go back to the beginning and we can, like, watch it in the evening, okay, before, before we go to bed or whatever. So we got through probably three episodes and then at the end of, like, the third one, she turned to me. She's like, you know, this can be your morning show now. <laughs> like what i said what (laughs) she's like yeah this can be your morning show again so i don't think it's very funny i'm not Uh, i don't really care about it i was like oh my god you've just made me go back and watch three episodes actually i had to watch the second episode another two times because she fell asleep the first time it was on and then we had to go back and watch it again i said you have just made me rewatch these four shows again and now have to bloody Uh, in the interim I'd found a new morning show to watch. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia I started watching. I'm really enjoying that. That is really quite fun. That's like the longest running comedy, I think the longest running comedy, live action comedy show in really? history. American. Yeah. yeah, it's gone for like 15 seasons or something. It's like oh. been renewed up to season 18 or something. It's the longest running God. live action comedy program. Crazy. It's quite funny. The first season is obviously very scratchy. It's very raw. They shot it on a Sony DV Handycam because they had oh, no budget. Wow. Um, so it's very, it feels like a, like an amateur production. But apparently from season two, that's when Danny DeVito joins the cast. Uh, apparently gets a lot a lot better from there on. But I'm really, but it, I'm really enjoying it. It's quite funny. So is it, is it maintained? Is it maintained most of the same cast or? Yeah, the whole cast. It's three guys. It's um, Rob McElhenney, who was in yep. uh, that Mythic Quest, yep. uh, Charlie Day, 
and I can't remember the name. I can never remember the name of the third guy. But they were just three guys at college who were like, "Let's make a pilot for a TV show," and they shot this random pilot on their wow. DV handy cam, and then shopped it around to a bunch of networks on on DVD. It screened the DVD to them, and <laughs> FX were like, "Yeah, we'll pick this up. We'll give you a really really low budget, and you can shoot the first season on that on a handy cam." Mm. Um, and from what I understand, by the end of the first season, they're like, no one's watching this show, but we really like it. So if you add like a star name, to, if we add a star name to the cast, we'll keep you going. So they added Danny mm. DeVito, and it like took off. Oh, so wow. I'm still, I've just about finished season one. I'm looking forward to seeing how it kind of goes after season uh, two. Um, but yeah, oh, so wow. I had already by the time Alicia was like, let's watch Last Man Standing. I was like, all right, I got to find a new morning show. So Always Sunny was my morning show for a few days. And then she was like, oh, you can have Last Man Standing again. So now Last Man Standing is my morning show again. And I've shifted Always Sunny to like my evening show when I get in bed. <laughs> and I think it works better that way, actually. I don't yeah, mind like a light, a light comedy in the morning, Tim Allen in the morning. And then at night, it's this fucking just crazy, absurd mm. comedy. But a lot of the jokes are just these guys yelling at each other. And I think that's what put me off for so long. I, the only clips I'd ever seen is these guys just like yelling and screaming. I'm like, that's not funny. That's all they do, like yelling. It's, but once you watch it, it's actually very quite funny. Oh, um, it's very, to, um, have a look. very politically incorrect too. And I'm not sure if they ended up. I'm not sure if they to- ended up toning it down throughout the seasons or not. Uh, but it's pretty full on. A lot of the early stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's quite good. I think you'll really like it. It's really, mm. it's just dumb, absurdist comedy. I'd say check that out. It's only like 20 minutes. It's all just landed on Disney Plus, so it's easy to watch now. Used oh, to be awesome. on Amazon Prime, uh, but it's on Disney Plus now, the whole lot of it. So mm. uh, yeah, check it out. It's very good. Very good. Very funny. Do you think, do you think, you think your mother would like that? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I think she might think it's dumb. Like I didn't I mean- even. Didn't even tell Alicia, oh, hey, I'm going to watch Always Sunny. I just like, she's not going to enjoy this. It's just yeah, yeah. dumb. She will think it's fucking stupid. Uh, Min- Min's yeah, humour, is it? <laughs> well, it is a bit, humor. yeah, it is yeah. a little bit kind of man humour. If mm. Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's enjoyable. Check it out. It's just like 20-minute episodes, 20-minute episodes. You can watch it with your lunch or mm. after dinner or before you go to bed or just an easy show. Well, I don't, when mum's going like to bed, I, I can watch something. Yeah. I love sitcoms. I've watched. I've loved them forever, and it's been so long since I've actually found like a sitcom where it's like, it's like a whole bunch of seasons where I can just smash it out. I used to mm. do it as a kid all the time. It's all I ever used to watch yeah, before friends. school, after school. Friends, Frasier, Home Improvement. Everybody loves Raymond, King of Queens, um, all those. Will yep. and Grace. I never really liked Will and Grace, but I watched the whole lot of it. I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I bet like all those old shows: Cheers, Taxi, Married with Children. Married with children, yes. I'd, I was. I always uh, had something on the go. What's the um um, what was that one with? Ah, uh, oh God, I can't remember it. Remember the episode and they had the mulcher and they were putting the oh, Malcolm in the, the middle, Malcolm yeah, in yeah, the middle. Yeah. That's right. I don't think I ever watched the whole lot of that. I think we missed the last few seasons. That's all on Disney Plus now. I think as of next month. So I'm excited oh to get back into that as well. I love that show. Brian Cranston, mm. Frankie Muniz. Yeah, Brian Cranston. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I always had a sitcom on the go when I was a, when I was a kid. Always mm. had one on the go, yeah, yeah. and then I kind of caught up. I was like, "Oh, well, that's all of them." The only one I could never <laughs> get into was Seinfeld. So yeah, no, I just couldn't get into that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So now these are my two like sitcoms at the moment. Where it's like a whole bunch of episodes. I watch one in the morning, one in the evening, and I'll stretch it out for a bit. But in more recent years, I've just been like watching really old ones. 
um, like Dick Van Dyke show. I got through all that. I watched all of the Mary Tyler Moore show. And then I watched all of the Honeymooners. There was only like 32 mm, episodes mm. or something of that. I loved all of them. They're all so good. Uh, so after this, I've got to find some more... Cla- I've got like... I've got to watch Bewitched and I Love Lucy. And Lucy, I've got yeah. Like a, yeah, I've got a whole bunch of shit on DVD that at some point I'll, I'll get to. I'll get to mm. it all at some point. My yeah, Sons so, was one of my favourites when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Loved that, that show. That and so, yeah. uh, Leave it to Beaver and loved oh, yeah. Yeah, used yeah, to love yeah. them. Loved them. Dennis the Menace, all that. Dennis shit. the Menace, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I occasionally <laughs> called Dennis. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to have like a, a more like contemporary uh, sitcom to just kind of to sit and enjoy. Yeah. Because I love Tim Allen. I loved Home Improvement. It's one yeah. of my favourites. Uh, yeah. It's quite funny, and he's pretty much playing the same character. So, um, mm. but hey, let's double back to television since we talked about T. Uh, sorry, double back to movies. Movies. Talk about yep. television first. Uh, catalog titles. I'm just watching through a bunch of stuff that's been sent in from the distributors recently. Most of it's just yeah. older stuff. And again, as we've uh, discovered on this podcast, people don't, don't care about the older shit. Um, it's been a bunch of crap anyway. There's a bunch of shit that... Oh, actually, this morning I watched the Out of Towners, the original version with um, Jack Lemon, which is very good. Good very film. Very, yeah. very funny. I loved it. Yeah. I, I'd se- of course, I've seen the remake many, many times with uh, Steve Martin. Uh, which yeah. I just think that's so good. But this original one was very, very, very mm-hmm. funny. Uh, yeah. So check that one out. There was another Jack Lemon one I watched recently, which was... Um, Not The Odd Couple? No, no, I haven't watched that one yet. I'll probably watch that one tomorrow. There's another one. One of the ones where he's on a boat, it wasn't very good. It was like an army. It starts off as like a comedy. It's called like the wackiest ship of the army. Yep, that's it. They're in the they're in the, in, they're in the Navy. They're not yeah. in the army. They're in the Navy, but it's called Wackiest Ship in the Army. And the first half is like a comedy, pretty funny, and then the back end is like turns into like this serious war film where they're going mm. on like this. It was pretty crap, but uh, but yeah, I love the out of towners. But other than that, I was going to say I finally got around to watching this one. Everyone's been telling me to watch for a long, 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 long time. Is Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, it's never. It's not one that's ever really been on my radar, to be honest. Uh, one of uh, Guillermo del Toro's earliest films. Of course, everyone knows about this one. But this mm. is a film. If we hop on IMDb here. This is a movie that is like acclaimed across the board. Critics, fans, etc., etc. People just rave about this film. Um, here we go. IMDb has 8.2. Mm. IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes has a 95% critic score. Must be must be crap. Ninety five percent critic score. Nah, it's got to be bad. Uh, yeah, and it's got a ninety one percent audience score. Oh, maybe it'll be okay. Audience scores uh, maybe, normally the best yeah. way to critic yeah, scores because yeah. they're all yeah. critics. You're all wankers. I know. I know. Um, and you're one of them. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but I loved this. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. And I I want to watch it again. Uh, I had to go back and watch bits of it again to just kind of... You have to really pay attention because there's so many little things in there that kind of... It's this story of this this young girl who loves fairy tales, is obsessed with fairy tales, etc. And it's kind of set during war-torn Spain in the middle of the 1940s, so World War Two. Her father is this... Um, tyrant of a leader like a war leader and 
they move to this house kind of in the middle of the woods for one reason or another, and she starts getting these visits from all these kind of fairy tale creatures. Uh, sort of like there's a four. The, the, the Spanish title is El Labyrinto del Forno, which translates to the labyrinth of the thaw- of the fawn or the fawn's labyrinth. So she ends up down in this weird kind of mythical labyrinth with this creepy fawn. You're not too sure if he's a bad guy or if he's a good guy. He tells her that she's like the chosen one and she's like this young girl who died years ago and when she died their whole underground fairy tale world died and it's now like a state of hell. Mm. And she this is like the reincarnation of this girl and she has to complete like a series of tasks so they can get their mythical world back. But you're not too sure along the way whether... Because the fawn in Greek, in, in Greek mythology is a trickster. So the fawn is sort of like the Loki of Greek mythology. Right. Where he's a trickster. You don't quite know whether he's the bad guy or the good guy. And he's always... So it's like weird. So the whole time you're watching it, you don't really know if they're trying to kill her or whether they're legit or puts her on all these weird tasks. You've seen the, the picture of that guy where he has the eyeballs on his hands. Yep. She has to go down there into this weird labyrinth and get a key and all this stuff. And there's this other layer where you don't quite know whether what she's actually seeing is real or whether she's imagining it all to escape what's going on around her in this war-torn kind of Spain. And it's an incredible movie. Mm. And it's just filled with incredible visual language where Del Toro uses the camera to kind of give you little hints you're not you're still not too sure what's happening at any moment whether it's real whether it's not it ends a little bit ambiguous as well so it's kind of up to you to kind of figure it out yourself and del toro has said this in his um in his interviews is like it's up for the audience to decide whether they believe in fairy tales or whether they believe in the real world he has a reasoning i won't say it but he has a he, he says there is a definitive answer, but he's happy for audiences to kind of make up their own mind. But um, I tend to go with, if you're familiar with what Datora has said about the film, I tend to go with his kind of uh, take on mm, it. Mm. Uh, I think it's the, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, I love this. I think you'd really like it as well. I think you would. Yeah. It's um, a fantastic... I have to, have to have a bit of a look. Fantastic movie. Mm. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, I've obviously known about it for, you know... Forever, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but it's not really something I've ever sort of sat back and thought, oh, I think I'll watch that today. Yeah, well, it uh, is It is a foreign film too, so it's in Spanish. So, again, yeah. that in the past, yeah, it was like an instant, yeah, couldn't be bothered. Yeah, it's just got to be gotta be in the mood for that. Yeah. And as um, I've said before, yeah. I'm, a slow, I'm a slow reader, so I can't keep up with some of them. Some of them so. Spanish is um, a fairly, I wouldn't say slow language. I think it's kind of middle middle. Speed, yeah, <laughs> middle yeah, speed. Yeah. I think you yeah. can probably keep up with it pretty well. But yeah, yeah I loved it. I adored it. I'm better with it again. Now. Yeah, I'll watch me. it again one day. I'll watch it on the big screen at home. That'd be mm. great. Mm. Um, other than that, we watched uh, newish releases. We watched The Guilty on Netflix. It's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal, where he's like oh, an emergency yeah. phone operator. It's really yep. quite good. It's based on a, um, I think it's a Nordic film or something. Apologies if I've got that wrong. It is based on a, on a, at a foreign film. Apparently, it's like shot for shot, line for line. Really? But not, but not <laughs> as good, apparently. Um, I liked it. I thought it was quite good, but it does get it does get a bit tedious. It's only 90 minutes, and it feels like, yeah, you still could have cut like 20 minutes out of this. Could have been like 70, 80-minute oh, right. film. Mm. Um, 
because it's literally just him on the phones and he's trying to solve this case where this woman he believes has been abducted and it's him just kind of phoning, talking to her and then he phones through to the police and then he phones through to emergency dispatch and he's phoning through all these people trying to get this case solved while he's sitting there kind of helpless, not able to do anything himself. And it's almost the whole movie. There's like maybe three or four other cast members around him. They don't interject that often. It's sort of just him talking to people. Really cool concept, but after a while, it, and he delivers an incredible performance in it. Yeah. But um, it it draws a little thin towards the end. You're like, yeah, I'm ready for this to end. A couple mm. of cool little twists and stuff, but the gimmick wears off pretty quickly. Yeah. I thought. Um, I think you'd like it. It's worth watching. It's yeah, like I was gonna, I was actually going to watch it last week or last week the week before whenever it was, but right. just um just went out of time. Yeah, but yeah, check it out. It's easy. It's like ninety minutes. Yeah, uh, it's pretty. It's it's pretty good. But as I said, I think the the gimmick wears off a little bit towards the end, and you just kind of like, oh, I just want this to finish now. <laughs> yeah. Um, new releases. We went and saw Death on the Nile last yep. week. Yep. This is the sequel to um, Murder on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, of course, directed by Kenneth Branagh. It's based mm-hmm. on those Agatha Christie novels. He's playing Hercule Poirot again. Uh, it's quite. It's all right. I mean, I didn't love the first one. Yeah, I don't think Not you really my, did either. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I've seen Death on the Nile, and it's yeah. I think I might have turned it off halfway through, maybe. Not the new one, you haven't. Uh, no. Oh it's no, 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 no. Sorry, I'm talking about the, the <laughs> Murder on the Orient. Orient Express. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this these have been made a dozen times. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I wasn't huge on Murder. Death on, the, Death on the Nile, I think, was better. Uh, the cast, the p- acting's really bad in it uh, for most of the cast. Mm. Um, but it's it's okay. It's predictable. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's a murder mystery sort of thing. Um, we got out of the cinema and we're leaving, got coming down the escalators, and Alicia turns to me and she goes, uh, now can I ask a question? I said, don't tell me you fell asleep at the end and missed the reveal of who the killer was. <laughs> so, oh, you got to be joking. Because I did look over at her at one point and I thought, is she asleep or is she awake? <laughs> but she'll do this thing where she falls asleep and I just kind of like like look at her or whatever and she opens her eye and looks at me. I'm like, well, she's awake. But no, she's like, kind of. I was like, okay, so what did you see? She's like, oh, I'm not sure. She's like, I remember the first. She's like, I remember the murder. I said, which murder? She's like, well, it was only one murder, right? I was like, oh my god, no, this is not spoiling anything. It's a murder mystery. A bunch of people are going to get knocked off in the film. There's like three or four murders. She saw the first one. She saw one. Oh god. I was like, are you kidding me? You said you must. You missed like you fell asleep halfway through the movie. I don't know. I was like, I'm not explaining the whole movie to you now. You missed like an hour of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's and then funny. I had to go over it all. Yeah, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. She's like, oh, but yeah, yeah, fair enough. She'd do the same when she was here. Like, we'd be watching a movie and she'd be asleep yeah. half, through half of it. <laughs> but again, it's this thing where this is like a two and a half hour film. Was it two and a half hours? I think it's a bit over two hours. And the earlier screening is at like 8.30pm. And by the time it starts, it's 9 o'clock. By the time you're out of there, it's 11, 11.30. So I'm mm. sitting there like half asleep too. But yeah, she fell asleep through the last half of the movie, which was... That's uh, hilarious. Was quite funny. Quite hilarious. funny. Hilarious. 
Um, but yeah, that's okay. I mean, check it out if you like that kind of shit. If you're not that interested in that kind of shit, don't. Because mm. it's a very stock standard murder mystery. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh is great, though. I love Kenneth Branagh. He's always good. Yeah. Um, that's it, though, for that segment, I think. Yep. Do you want to round us out with the with the little tune one more time? What a picture. Good, good picture. Yeah. That is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm going to miss pressing those buttons. Yeah. Um, quickly, shout out to the to the partners um, of the channel, of the podcast. Ran and Space Media, of course. Um, just released a bunch of great stuff. DreamWorks 42 movie collection, of course. The M. Night Shyamalan 6 movie collection. Hotel Transylvania 2 and 3D. They're worldwide exclusives currently. Uh, so you can head over and check them out at randomspacemedia.com. Of course, kicks.com.au as well. The code DAVE15. Uh, you can use that at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. That includes pre-orders and um, sale stock. They've just sent in a whole bunch of stuff to me today, haven't they? They sent in The Boss Baby yes. 2 on Blu-ray. Uh, Last Night in Soho on Blu-ray. Venom 2 mm-hmm. on 4K. Yep. They sent the new uh, Karate Kid trilogy on 4K. Yeah. And um, uh, The Card Counter, which is the new Oscar Isaac movie on DVD. Didn't get mm. a Blu-ray release, sadly. Looking forward to having a look at the um, Karate Kid, see what the quality is like. Yeah. How well we've um, you know, cleaned that up. Of course, um, another three movies I've had sitting there on DVD, sorry, on Blu-ray for years and never got around to watching. And I've uh, got a 4K set, so I'll watch me for. <laughs> I never picked up uh, the next Karate Kid, which was oh, the fourth yeah. one, yep. but it was a different... It was Hilary Swank, I think. One That's of Hilary right. Swank's like, uh, earliest yeah, performances. She was a kid. Mm. Um, I never picked that up on Blu-ray. Went out of print very quickly. I was hoping it was going to be in the 4K set, but it's not, so i got to find oh, yeah. a way to get that one one day mm. when I watch her more. But yeah, uh, kicks.com.au, uh, day 15 for 15% off uh, at, at checkout, and that runs through to the end of the year, so it's just going to awesome. be open. Cool. cool. So with that, let us do... I just thought we'd relax into the next one with a bit of a bong. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You tricked me. Oh, I just I had to play not. that Mad Men update once more. You got me excited. I thought Mad Men was back. I thought it would come back. I thought Don Draper is back from the dead. Spoilers. Would that no, Don, Don Draper doesn't die. Or oh, um, does he? Or oh, does he? Yeah, da- yes. or oh, does he? No spoilers here. <laughs> hey, talking about update stuff, I gave up on Peaky Blinders, by the way. Did you? I gave up on it. I was Shit. like, I can't do this. Yeah, Just I can't crap. do it. Yeah. I was speaking about it last week, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep going with this. I can't do it. It's boring as hell, and it's another Deadwood for me. Yeah, it's annoying really? because I just because I just got up to the first episode with Tom Hardy in it, and Tom Hardy is really quite good in it, but I just can't do it. So I'm now watching, and I think because the only time I had to watch it was in the evening as well. Same with Deadwood. It's hard yeah. to watch something like that late at night. So now I've just supplanted. Always sunny, like a couple of episodes of Always Sunny in the evening, and I can focus and enjoy that. Yeah, one yeah. day maybe. But anyway, um, it's, it's no surprise, you know. I mean, John, guy we used to work with, John loved it, and yeah, I always thought if he loved it, uh, <laughs> yeah, he used to like a lot of shit, didn't he? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, shout out to go. Johnny Boy. <laughs> yeah. Who's probably not listening? I can guarantee he's not listening. Exactly. But John right. was a, John. John was a good guy. John's a lovely bloke. It is. Um, it is Shada Alright time. 
And um, we thought we'll do a cap. We'll we'll do we'll do a handful of Shadow Rights today to throw the podcast out. Yep. And we thought because um, because our pal Devesh. Shh. Uh, oh, take a drink. <sighs> Big gulp. Yep. Uh, because our pal has sent in so many, and we've got a, still a massive list of shit. We thought we're going to make this week's episode of Shite or Right a Devesh, Devesh Spesh. Devesh? No, no, no. Devesh Spesh. We're going to go through a bunch of Devesh's uh, ones that he's sent in because he's sent in so fucking many. I've still got them all on file. And he sent in two new ones this week as well. (laughs) So, yeah, he did write in. He said, "Uh, hello, Dave and Rick. I'm writing this in the dead of night, so apologies if none of this sakes ments. Right? I think you meant to say make sense. I think maybe that was part of the joke. I think maybe I think maybe that was a a little joke there. Um, It took took me a while to get that. (laughs) Yeah. So apologies if none of this sakes meant. Um, A real shame about the ending of the podcast. Having been listening for a little over a year, I was really looking forward to a great 2022 in many ways, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Still got to do what is best for you guys, so I'll continue to love and support whatever you got going on down the line. Thanks for the laughs, Devesh. Thanks, Devesh. Yeah, thank you so much, Devesh. We do appreciate all the support. Uh, P.S. He says, just going to leave you each one last present. Gives us a little kiss emoji and then sends us two new Shadow or Rights. <laughs> and then he says, <laughs> then he says P.S., P.P.S. Still eagerly awaiting the return of Dave's Disney Infinity reviews. And then puts a little <laughs> laughing emoji. Of course, that was the very first videos I ever did on YouTube. You'll be <laughs> eagerly awaiting them for a long, long time, Devesh. I can promise you that right now. Um, uh, go back about five or six, seven years and you might find them. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Um, of course, um, old uh, old ma- our mate Jeff has written in as well this week. He got his letter in two days early this week, so I think he just Ooh, pulled a finger out and got it done. Yeah. So he says, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Oh, it's his mate. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, I think, because uh, he's our little, yeah, that's right. our little, little monkey. monkey worker. Yep. Yeah. He says, hello, everyone. We've come to the final shite or all right for now. I'm not sure whether to tell a joke or to be serious. I have to thank you, Dave, for reading my words every week and also for so much great entertainment. I'm going to be a lifelong fan of yours. Every single week I was both nervous and excited to hear you read something that I had written. And because of that, I think writing may be in my future. Oh, I wouldn't count on that, Jeff. Don't give up your day job. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, no, 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 keep keep up the good work. Yes, yeah, good on you, Jeff. Yeah. Keep it up, keep it up. Uh, honestly, cannot thank you enough, he says. I am not crying, you are. No, you're crying, Jeff, not me. Uh, this has been quite a ride, and I honestly hope it's not over. Thank you for leaving the episodes up on YouTube as I'll be re-watching them into the future. 63, we've had fun, haven't we? Um, oh, by the way, uh, have you heard about the short psychic who killed a client? He was a small medium at large. Oh. Dreadful, Jeff. Don't give up your day job. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> oh, my Lord. No, we do appreciate Lordy, it, Jeff. Lordy. It's been fun. Yeah, it has been great, Jeff. And I have I have spoken to Jeff and I've said, look, whatever we do in the future, we'll have him involved somehow. Exactly we- right. We can't, yeah, got to hand off the work to someone at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and get the get no. Devesh involved too. He can, he can yeah, do yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do, th- do I our do research. Thank you, Jeff. 
Yeah. While we're reading letters, this doesn't really have anything to do with Shada or Riot. Uh, but um, our pal Sam B wrote in. Oh, yeah. Uh, he just wrote, rip the pod. What am I going to listen to in my long work drives now? You're really going to leave a hole in my podcast schedule and leave me uninformed about new movios. Make Shite or Right a YouTube segment or at least make Devesha's book of suggestions public. Catch us. That's a fucking... That's a bigger novel than War and Peace, that one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's huge. It's a huge document. I have to make it... I think think there's a future with Shite or Right. Maybe there can be like a Shite or Right series, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe do like a little little 10-minute one. Just Shite or Right every... Yeah. Every few weeks or something. Yeah, maybe. Just well, some shit about to that. throw about. Stuff to think about. Hey, yeah. let's um, let us um, have a look at the Charter of Rights. Yep. Now, Jeff has said he sent in the short. The, oh, actually, no. I should have said this. Jeff sent this email and he said, "Here's the score sheet." Didn't attach the sh- the score sheet. Oh god! Thank God in, he fucked up at some point. <laughs> in classic Jeff style. <laughs> Uh, uh, we were expecting your fuck up and he didn't disappoint. Yeah, Love but about, fe- about 10, 15 minutes later, I get another email that comes through that goes, forgot to add the score sheet. <laughs> no shit. He goes, did I forget to send the damn score? And then he attached it. Um, <laughs> so I do have that. The score is, um, I'm on 46, you're on 44. So God. this could be the day where you could get up and win it. Yeah, dream on. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> um, we have we have both answered sixteen times each. So, first. huh? What do you mean answered sixteen times each? Sixteen. Times well, we've both each we've first? gone we've we've both gone sixteen times first. Right. Yeah. In the game. So yeah. I don't know who wants to start. Um, I'll read to you. This first one comes to us from Devesh. <laughs> oh, Devesh. Yeah. And this is, I believe, one of the new ones he sent in. Oh, okay. Yeah. You ready? Yes. Martin is a fisherman mm-hmm. without a boat. His brother right. Stephen, having repurposed it as a tourist tripper. With their childhood home now a getaway for London money, Martin is displaced to the estate above the harbour. I have a feeling, I have not seen this movie and I have no idea what it's about, but I know there's a little British movie from a couple of years ago called Fisherman's Friend. Or Fisherman's Friends, or something like that. Don't know anything about it, but you've mentioned it's British. It's about a guy, a little boat, little fisherman guy. I'm going to guess it's that, and from memory it has a pretty decent score, because I've looked at picking it up on Blu-ray before. I'm going to say it's all right. I'm going to give an all right. Well, you're incorrect. It is not whoever you're thinking of. Right. It is, in fact... All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> it's a movie called Bait. B A I T. Directed by Mark Jenkin. Don't know who Mark Jenkin is. And stars Edward Rowe, Giles King, and Chloe Endine. Hmm, there you go. So I know nothing of it. Oh, we'll have to look into that. Oh, one. Yeah. Thanks, that sounds right. Doesn't sound too bad, though. All right, so um, I'll read you one now. This has come in from Devesh. Yep. Uh, this is uh, the new one that he sent in. <clears throat> well, hang on, you said Devesh. Oh, we've said it so many times, you'll be bloody drunk. I'll be, I'll be peeing my pants before. 
Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> drunk on water. Don't drink and in excess. Pod. Don't guys. drink and pod. Yeah, don't drink and pod. <laughs> Bad idea. Um, okay, so this is probably the first. might have been a good idea to be honest. <laughs> probably for the last show. Um, look, all of them. okay, this is your first one. We're going to do a bunch of these today. Yep. Because why the fuck not? Okay, a teenaged skateboarder makes friends with a bunch of other skateboarding girls in New York City. That's it. That's it. Oh, I'm going to love that because it's got skateboards and I love skateboards. Right. So I'm saying it's going to be all right. You think it's going to be all right? Yeah. It is... All right, all right, all right. Yeah, can't go wrong with skateboards, mate. <laughs> I lived, I lived on a skateboard when I was young. Oh, there you go, just for you, skateboard. So what is film. it? Was it, it called? Oh yeah, it's called. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was going to move on. It's called Skate Kitchen. Um, it's got a six point eight, um, and it stars Rachel Vinberg, Nina Moore, and Kibrin. I don't know any any of these people. Oh, and mm. Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith is in it. He's way who's, down on the cast list. Who's Jaden Smith? <laughs> Who's Jaden Smith? Yeah. Will Smith's no son. Oh, oh, yeah. Will Smith's kid, yeah, yeah. yeah. Surprise, surprise me. It's actually got an all right score then. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's, move, <laughs> let's move on. I didn't think he was doing movies after that fucking dreadful one him oh, and his old man did. What's it called? Uh, uh, I can't even remember what that was after, called. It was after dreadful life though. Or it's, um, was that sci-fi one? After Earth? Yeah, it was, was it After Earth? I don't know. It was just no, trash. It was trash. Absolute. It was self. It was self-serving tripe. Is what it was. Yep. Nepotism at its finest. That exactly film. right. Okay, so next yep. one for you, Dave, comes to us from Devesh. Oh yeah. In the aftermath of his girlfriend's mysterious death, the young man awakens to find strange horns sprouting from his forehead. This has got to be horns with um, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Daniel Potter, yeah. Daniel Potter. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what horns is about, but I can picture the cover and he has horns, and it's called Horns. I'm going to say it's horns, and I have a feeling it's either going to have like a like a 5.9 or it's going to be like just all right, if this is even the right movie. I'm going to say, ah, uh, I'm going to say all right. It might like be just all right. Locking that in? Yeah, lock it in. All right, all right, hey. all right. And you're correct. It is, horn- it is horns. It was an easy one to get. Uh, it's got a six. It's got a six point five, and yes, it does. So it does star Daniel Potter? Daniel, Daniel Potter. Red, there you go. Daniel Redcliffe, of course. There you go. Yeah. Juno Temple. Oh. And a few others you'd know the face of, but probably not the names. Oh, oh David. David Morse. Oh yeah, we've got that. I think we have that one on Blu-ray. Yes, Better we do. Check it out at some point. We do. One of those just weird, like horror thriller things that have come mm. out recently that he's done. He does some really weird movies, Daniel yeah. Daniel Potter. Sort of interesting, um, interested in watching that, to be honest. I've been wanting to see it for a while. Yeah, it's been sitting there for a little while, so yeah, should, been uh, ages. get onto it. All right, how about I give you another one, hey? And who's this come to us from? This one has come to us... Let me just double-check on that. This one has come to us from... Devesh! Oh, surprise! Devesh, yeah, have another drink. There you go. All right, so this one... 
Um, oh, this is actually the first. This is actually the one he sent us in this week. Right. So that skateboarding one was an old one. This is the one that he sent in from this week. A father and his 13-year-old daughter are living an ideal existence in a vast urban park in Portland, Oregon, when a small mistake derails their lives forever. Mm -hmm. Um, I reckon that might be all right. Yeah? Yeah, I think that might be okay. Like that one in? All right, all right, there all right. Yeah, it just sounded sound like it's got something about it, that one. This one is called Leave No Trace. It has got a 7.2. Oh, wow. Um, and it stars uh, Thomas and Mackenzie, who is uh, the girl that was in um, Last Night in Soho, not yep. Anya Taylor-Joy, the other one, mm-hmm. um, and Ben Foster. You would recognise him. You might not know his name. Uh, this is apparently really good. I've heard a lot of great things about this. It's available here. I have to try and track down the Blu-ray because it's another one where they didn't release the Blu-ray at home, but there's a Blu-ray oh, right. here. Yep. I think it's an HMV exclusive, so I've got to find myself down to an HMV at some point or order one in. But, um, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that one. Yeah. Yeah, sounds all right. There you go. All right, do you want to read another one? I'll give you another one. And this one comes yep. to us from uh, Devesh. Let me get that. Oh, it's going to try and guess. Devesh. <laughs> there you go. All right. Okay. Another one. A blind musician hears a murder committed in the apartment upstairs from hers that sends her down a dark path into London's gritty criminal underworld. Oh. A blind musician hears. A blind musician hears a murder committed in the apartment upstairs from hers that sends her down a dark path into London's gritty criminal underworld. No idea, but it sounds like shit. So I'm going to say it's shite. Saying it's shite? You locking that in? Shite. Hey. Only just. It's a 5.8. Yeah. Uh, It's called In Darkness. Oh, interesting. Um, And it has Natalie Dormer. Oh, right. Um, that's about all, really. Um, <laughs> Jolie Richardson, you'd know her face. Yeah. Uh, Ed Screen. Oh, very good. All right, uh, I'll give you another one then. Uh, do you want to guess who this is from? Oh, I couldn't. I wouldn't know who. So many, so many people send them in. It's Devesh. Oh, hang on. Uh, there you go. Okay, okay. A kind-hearted 17-year-old in the American Southwest turns to prostitution to fulfil her dream of a new life in San Francisco. Sounds like it might be a bit of crap, to be honest. Go again. A kind-hearted 17-year-old in the American Southwest turns to prostitution to fulfil her dream of a new life in San Francisco. Sounds a bit ordinary, to be honest. So I'm going to say it's crap. You say it's crap? Yep. Well, I'll lock that in. It is... All right, all right, all right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's all right. It's called Katie Says Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Uh, It stars Olivia Cook, who was the um, girl from Bates Motel, the girl that was attached to the oxygen machine. Oh, yeah. She's done a lot of really, really great movies. She's great. In the last few years. She's fantastic. Uh, Yeah, it's called Katie Says Goodbye. It's got a 6.7. It's also got uh, Christopher Lowell. You'll know him. It's got Mary Steenburgen 
Um, Jim Belushi. Oh. Um, I've never heard of this. It uh, looks quite good. i got to try and figure out if I can get that on Blu-ray, actually. Cause it, it's got a decent cast. It's got mm. a good rating. Oh, Katie good. says goodbye. Oh, it's oh. only available in... Um, where is it? Sweden. Only available in Sweden. There you go. Mm. <laughs> All right, another one from you. Is this your last one? This is the last one. This comes to us from Devish. Oh, my God. I was going to try and guess. Got a few. My gosh. Okay. A film star comes face-to-face with an uncomfortable reflection of herself while starring in a revival of the play that launched her career. Sounds familiar. And I've either seen it or I've heard about it. I don't know. It doesn't sound great, though. I'm going to say shite. So you're going to lock that in? Yeah. It is, in fact. All right, all right, uh, all no. right. Mm. It's a film called Clouds of Sils Maria. It oh, has a 6.8. Yeah, oh. Uh, and it stars... It's got some really good... Um, Cast in it, uh, Juliette Binoche or is it Binochet? How do you pronounce that? Juliette, I, I'm not sure. Binoche, Binoche, I think, Binoche, Binoche. I think French. Uh, Kristen Stewart, Chloe Grace Moretz, oh, wow. Lars Eldinger. Oh yeah. Um, wow. And a few others you might know the faces of. Oh, you probably know. There the you names. go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got one more for you then. Yep. And this one comes into us from. Devesh. Oh, God, really? Yeah. This That's a from surprise. Devesh as well. Can't believe it. All righty. That's the last 20, one. Yeah. 2038. <laughs> George Elmore is working on a true human equivalent AI. His latest prototype is almost ready. This sensitive phase is also the riskiest, especially as he has a goal that must be hidden at all costs. Shite. You reckon it's going to be shite? It's going to be shite because because the uh, synopsis, well, it sounds shit, and uh, the the, uh, synopsis um, is too long. It's too long, right. Well, it is a... All right, all right, all right. Yeah. It does sound like absolute shit, and it looks like absolute shit. It's called Archive. It came out in 2020. Um, It's got 6.4... I don't really know anyone in this. Theo James, Stacey Martin, Rona Mitra. Uh, Toby Jones is in there, that little mm. guy. Um, I know him from stuff, of course. Uh, but it sounded a bit like, sounded a bit like um, what was it, one AI. And I didn't really, didn't really like AI. Weird ones like that. Yeah, AI was awful. It's like the only Spiel, one of the only Spielberg movies I didn't like. Yeah. I hate it. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's it. Have You You don't have another one for me. That's it. No, that's no, that's it. Four each. And yep. that was, um, that's it for Shite. Or? All right, all right, all right. Ah, there you go. That's the longest Shite all right we've played for a while. Yeah. So it was uh, fitting to go out with a Devesh Spesh. <laughs> well. Oh. What was that? What the fuck is that noise? What the hell is that? Oh. 
fucking that's the news, man. You should know. You made the sting. God, the news, every every week you just don't get it, do you? We do it every week. <laughs> this is why you've been asked to make the same joke every single week. <laughs> um, not a lot of news this week. There's been a contra- bit of controversy with the Oscars, though. I thought we'd touch on this very briefly before we close out. Um, the Academy has announced that there's a bunch of categories that they're sidelining this year in the telecast for the Oscars. Uh, this is directly from the Hollywood Reporter. They say several major Academy Awards will not be presented on air during this year's Oscars in effort to present a more streamlined and television friendly broadcast. Eight honours will instead be awarded during off air parts of the show and then edited into the telecast. Uh, the Oscars recognise 23 categories in total, but the show has been criticised for being too long winded and its ratings have struggled in recent years. The awards that will be handed out earlier in the ceremony are for documentary short, film editing, makeup and hairstyling, original score, production design, animated short, live action short, and sound. Uh, the ceremony mm. will start one hour before the on camera portion begins in order to accommodate the changes. Um, and it says, uh, as the Oscars enter their 94th year, the award show is under pressure to bolster ratings from ABC, the network home of the ceremony, a.k.a. Disney. Uh, that's because last year's ceremony was the least watched in the history of the awards with a paltry 9.23 million viewers tuning in to watch uh, No Man Land win Best Picture. It was a, drop, a 51% drop from the previous year, which was 18.69 million viewers, which was low anyway. Um, so yeah, the, the, uh, someone from the Academy, who's this Academy president, David Rubin wrote after carefully listing, listening to feedback and suggestions from our film community, our network partner and all those who love the Oscars, sorry, yawning here. Um, it was uh, evident we needed to make some decisions about the broadcast that are in the best interest of the future of our show and our organization. Well, there you go. Mm. These are some pretty serious, um, Awards. See, as I say, some of those categories I, I don't like seeing being cut, particularly editing. Yeah, film editing. Because that, that got, makes or breaks a film. They make the fucking movie. Yeah. There's an old saying is that the film that a film is written three times. Film is written on the page. The when the screenwriter writes the yep. writes the screenplay. It's written again when they're on the soundstage shooting the movie because you can still be changing things. And then it's written again when it's being edited. Yep. Because you can do so many things in the edit. Change, chop, change, remove stuff, decide to add stuff, change the order of things. You could tell a completely different story. How many stories have you heard where, like, oh, the way the film was edited was nothing like it was in the script? Yeah. Uh, the studio came in and tinkered or whatever. But, yeah, editing. Um, I think, to, be, to say it at the beginning, I think all of these awards... We shouldn't put any one award above any of the others because, like, all of these are important in so, yeah, the making of right. films, and all of these should be um, um, appreciated, respected, given the given the honors that everyone else gets. But yeah, in particular, film editing shocked me. Original score shocked me. Production design. Mm, mm. It's like the Academy and, and or whoever sound. has and sound. Um, and then not to mention just the entire, like, short films, live-action short, documentary short, um, animated short, whatever, like, whole just big chunks of film. It's like some of these are the most pivotal... Yeah, exactly right. ...like, crafts within making of the film. You can't make mm. a film without an editor or a production designer. 
when you think about it, when you think about it, the, the the person like for argument's sake, best director will get up there and receive his. One of the first people he thanks is the editor every time. Yeah, you know they always say thank thank you to so and so our editor. You know, yeah. he he made the film sort of thing. Yeah. Like, it's so, madness. It's madness. Yeah. I get it. The, cer- the ceremony is fucking long. It's, oh, it's long dull. as fuck and boring as fuck, and it's getting worse over the years. But I don't... Like, what are they cutting all this stuff for so they can get more little comedy games and shit in there? Probably. Like, rem- remember last year? Remember those little games and shit they yeah, were playing in the middle? Just fucking tried. dreadful. Just, like, just get shy. on with it. Um, another thing is, why are they chasing audience? Do the Oscars need to chase audience? Do they need to chase views? Do they... Of course they do. Like... Just but they it's do, a... They're going to get their money from their sponsors and their, you know, advertisers and shit. But should that be put above the no, awards? It no, it shouldn't. <laughs> I'm being a bit facetious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like... Um, because it's hard to know who to be annoyed with here. Is it the, is it the Academy? Or is it... Disney. Oh, Disney is <laughs> Disney is the sponsor. Disney's putting on ABC. And they've said for many years they have always used the network as a scapegoat for well if you have a problem with that, take it out with the network. Yep. Okay, because the network runs the show now. The network puts together the ceremony. The network organizes it all around their broadcast. The Academy oh. doesn't touch the ceremony anymore. Yeah. Okay. They can they can consult with the network, and obviously they probably have to give the okay and whatever else. But the network, which is ABC, is Disney, and has been for a long time. And I'm sure they're on a massive they're on a massive contract with them. They are the ones who put the show together, and I can guarantee it. Someone at Disney, from the ABC, has gone. You know what? If we cut out all of these categories right here, the bo- the boring ones. Let's get rid of the the boring categories that no one cares about. We can get another, like, ten minutes of Lil Rattle Howry playing a couple of little games down there with Glenn Close, and then maybe we can, like, uh, you know, shorten the show up a little bit as well. That's Guaranteed. I can't imagine the... three hours. Exactly right. Uh, so it's... it's, it's but the, the, what they're saying is they're going to pre-film these and then put in, like, a highlights reel. Like, and here's, here are the awards we gave out earlier. They'll probably mm. just play, like, little snippets. Yeah. Um. It's it's crap. I think it's crap. But it is like again a double edged sword. It's a long and fucking boring ceremony. But they don't need to be chasing no, views. Like or alternatively, what I've seen suggested is live stream the fucking thing. Put on a live stream. Yeah. People are big reason why there's not big television audiences anymore. It's because no one watches TV anymore. That's right. People on the internet. And if you want a big portion of the audience, that's kids, teenagers. Stream the fucking thing. Put it on you. Put a live stream on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or everywhere. Have a live stream. Get your money that way, so that they can watch it on their phone. Exactly right, <laughs> because they have been adamant forever. No live streams. You have to watch it on television. It's ridiculous. Bring well, in a live stream. It'll, it'll 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 die in the ass because of it. Hey, here's an idea. Do a live stream. Play the whole fucking show, four five hours, how long it needs to be to get yep. through all the awards. And if you want to watch the whole thing, you can watch it on the stream and then cut together like a two-hour highlights reel to play on television that people can watch on TV who really don't care about it, who just want to yep. watch celebrities flouting around, whatever. Maybe play the five-hour version on TV and then play a cut-down version later on. 
something like that. I don't know, but I think I think it's dumb. I think it's so dumb. Yeah, it's crazy. I'd, yeah, some very really important sort of categories. In fact, they're all important, but you know, there's some that you know we consider really pivotal, like the mm. the editing one. Is the, editing's the one that gets me. Yeah, I think I, I think editing, I think editing, production design, um, and like even uh, makeup and hairstyling, sort of the stuff you see on the screen. Mm. You know, you see it makes the film the score that you know evokes the the but that's like the emotional core of the film that yeah, leads sure. your emotion to the movies, whatever. I think all of these though are just incredible categories, but they have introduced a new category this year. Oh God, what is it? It's the fan favorite award. Oh fuck off! Yeah, you can hop on Twitter <laughs> or you can go to the Oscars website and vote. Oh, so they do care about they do care about social yeah. media. Yeah, they do care about social media. <laughs> well, how about streaming and, it to social media? Yeah. And this tells me this is the audience they're going for. They're going for the young people who <sighs> want to get on Twitter and go, oh, let me vote for my favourite movie. And you know what? There was a the thing that came out earlier in the week. They said there is a movie currently leading the fan favourite award. Mm. And do you know what that is? Oh, no. Cinderella. Idea. Cinderella. It's that one that went to Amazon. <sighs> that fucking awful piece of shit with that... Camilla Cabello, awful, one of the worst movies ever watched. You know, 13 to 15-year-old girls voting. Exactly right. And that's the audience. That's the audience they're trying to, like, reel into this thing. Well, they're never going to get them if they keep trying to play it on TV because, as you said, kids don't watch TV anymore. Yeah. They watch TV. They watch their phones. They watch their laptops. They watch their iPads, you know, like... I reckon... Stream the fucking thing. Go back to what they used to do back in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s. You have a fucking... Hire out a ballroom. You get all your celebrities in the ballroom. You've got a little table up the front. And someone's going, all right. And the winner for best editing is this guy. And uh, the winner for best makeup and hairstyling is this team. And uh, this guy's the winner of this. And, and just, just this girl's a, the winner just of this. Just a procession of people. Procession literally, of people that's what... Coming up, getting the awards, saying thanks and going. <laughs> that's quite literally what it used to be. <laughs> yeah, Go I back know. to that. Go back to that. It's like an hour broadcast, full like, full stop. Yeah, Cut yeah. out all this other junk and just focus on the awards, I think. It'd be, it'd be all right if the entertainment was actually all right, but it's just I know, scripted exactly right. crap and scripted yeah, jokes and stuff. It's just awful. They did announce the um, hosts this year. Again, it's a, it's a hostless year, but each segment is going to have a different host. Four, four hosts or something, wasn't it? Three four or four? Four or five. I can't even remember. I know Amy Schumer is one of them. Yeah. Um, and Sykes, I dro- what's her name? Um, uh, Wanda Sykes. Sykes. Wanda yeah, Sykes, Wanda Sykes. Yeah. I can't remember the others. Um, John Hamm was apparently approached for it and said no. <laughs> he had no interest. Good on your Don. <laughs> and apparently there was an idea to have um, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez host it. Oh, that would have been all right. Which fell apart the oh, last minute, okay. apparently. So that would have been great. Yeah, Steve Martin and Martin Short have both done it a number of times, and they're always mm. fantastic. You got to get yeah. these old school people back. They know how to do a bloody how to do a show. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Or just get Ricky Gervais out there and have him fucking <laughs> burn the place system. down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God. Hey, look, that, that is, I think, the end of that news segment. But what a what a great way to end out the show, huh? With us Certainly. just yeah. fired Same up. Same in the Academy, Academy Awards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, um, can you do the honours of maybe... Um, 
Well, actually, before we close out, I mean, I hope we covered all this at the beginning. We're just talking about what are we going to do next with the podcast and whatever. But oh, um, again. we can go over it. Well, again, this isn't the end forever. We're just it's for now. We're just putting a lid on this uh, on this chapter of the podcast. We got to figure a few things out, find easier ways to do it that doesn't impact my other work. Um, and whatever else, um, we'll find a way. And again, it could be the it could be um, just a series of specials that we do, or a completely brand new show, which is more streamlined and easier for us to record and just kind of bank and roll out over the course of a year or something like that. Or I'm not sure. We'll figure out what to do. But we will be back. Um, it's been a blast doing this, and it feels weird kind of coming to the end of it already. Yeah, it does a bit. We um, put a lot of time and effort and energy into it and whatever else and um i don't feel like it's failed i think i feel like it's done really well but it's just got to a point where it's just a little bit uh a bit harder to maintain harder to grow and we just need to kind of reassess we sort of feel a bit stale with it to be honest as well feel a bit stale as well that's a big so we need to refreshen it up and work out what exactly exactly what we're going to do with it and yeah how to present it a bit better it's no point going in every week going, fuck, another podcast. Here we go. Let's do the same <laughs> shit over and over and over again. And like I said last week, gets to a point where you're just kind of like, oh, we're just doing the same stuff over again. And then you, I, I feel, I can't speak for you, but I feel like I feel a little bit less enthused about it. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to put together a show that's like half-assed for people. Yeah, that's You know, right. we owe the people like a good show. It's not fair on, on the listeners to produce subpar material. I want to do something that's fresh and something that maybe might strike a chord with people on a bigger on a bigger scale or whatever mm. else. Um, but it's been great. And I think I think also it was a nice little cathartic exercise during the pandemic too. Yeah, it was good. You know, yeah, it was, had yeah. it gave us something to look forward to every week during the pandemic and do and sit and chat shit and have and a, a little help people, su- you know, get through the pandemic a bit. Too, yeah. And we're happy that we're there for it. That was really the beginning to the end. Yeah, here's the here's the thing. Here in in um, uh, in in the UK, we've dropped all COVID restrictions now. That is it. Mm. I, I got a notification from the NHS app yesterday, which quite literally is like COVID nineteen restrictions have been removed in England. That is it. That's the note. Oh it's like God. it's done. It's over. Yeah, we well we had we had uh, more listed today actually. As of six, yeah. six p.m. To, no, as of midnight tonight, I think it is. Yeah. So we can uh, we'll be able to go. We we no longer have to QR code, you know, check in yeah, to yeah. anywhere we go. Um, but as of tonight, um, no more masks indoors, and mm. they're really the only the only places you've got to wear masks is public transport now. So, yeah. Well, so we were this thing ran literally the entire pandemic <laughs> from beginning mm. to end. I think yeah. um, like. It was good to be there for you, for everyone, just to put a little smile on the face throughout that period. I think we, in that respect, did 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 a did a job. Yeah, yeah. It's been a pleasure. It's been really good. It's been, been yeah. great fun. I'll miss it. Dave will miss it. Um, yeah. But don't but don't unsub- unsubscribe as yeah. Dave said earlier. Just stay subscribed to whatever platform you're listening to, um, yeah. because something will come back. But when yeah. and or in what form, we're not really <clears> sure yet. But it it will be around. Like I said. I don't know, like, we'll continue to use the same podcast feed. So as long as you're still subbed, you'll get notifications whenever we do come back and do something else, Yeah, um, which would be good. Um, likewise, patrons, I know there's a lot of people who signed up to the patrons specifically for the podcast. Do understand if you jump off, 
Um, we have appreciated all the support you have given us through the entire time. We would like you to stick around, um, but again, it's it's obviously completely up to you. We are going to work on revamping. I've said that for so long, but this is actually a task I, I need to set myself now, which is I'm going to revamp the Patreon. There's going to be like proper tiering. We're going to offer, not profiteering, proper tiering, <laughs> um, where we'll have like, we'll actually have like proper perks and stuff. I actually have to work on doing that and giving people value. So if you want to stick around, that'd be great. If not, we do understand if you got to, if you got to jump off, but you guys have single-handedly helped fuel the monetary side of the podcast along the mm, side mm. too. Um, because, of course, we have to pay the, the podcast host and whatever to have it up. And, and the, the money that's been coming in from Patreon from mm. uh, from from everyone out there has helped um, or has, you know, completely covered that uh, along the way, which has been fantastic. So we and do I appreciate think in the, all in the whole In the whole year and a half or whatever it's been, we've made, what, $1.80 or something? Well, on the YouTube channel, <laughs> on the yeah, YouTube yeah. Channel. On monetization. No, I think we're up to about $7 now. So, yeah, there you go. Seven um, bucks and you want to stop it? My God. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, like like I said, patrons, you have helped fuel this on a monetary level, which has been amazing. And everyone who has listened, we do appreciate all the support. Everyone who's written in, I mean, everyone wrote in some lovely messages and stuff. I couldn't read them all. Uh, comments and stuff on social media and stuff saying, oh, it's going to be so disappointing to hear you go. But a lot of people like it. Well, we get it. You know, if you feel like you're not enthused enough, we get it. It's hard. It's whatever. Refresh and come back. And we certainly will. We course, certainly will. We will. In the meantime, I'll still be on YouTube and stuff. That's my main focus. And um, we love it. We've had fun. It's been fun. And we go out on a high fun. note. We I'll miss, I'll miss my, fr- my, fr- my, no, my Friday uh, catch-up with Dave over in England there and... We'll, just thing. Do, we'll just do that offline. <laughs> well, like I said, we don't need the excuse. I said to you last week, no, exactly like, it's right. nice to have the excuse, but you don't need the excuse. That's right. You just jump on. And you don't have to feel like you're on doing a performance. Uh, you know, no. you just sit and have a conversation. Not that we, not that we sort of really perform. It's just us. Well, not really, no. It's <laughs> really, no, exactly right. True. Yeah, but we don't need the excuse to be like, oh, no, well, right. we've got a podcast, better have a chat. So, yeah, we'll still, of course, mm. obviously still do that. So, like, again... Uh, everyone, stay safe out there. Be well again, because the you know the pod the, the the virus is still out there, even though the pandemic is over apparently. And now we've got this new kind of thing going on in the world as well, which is awful. So just everyone, just stay safe. One thing after another, really. Stay safe. Be happy. Be well. We we love you guys. Thank you so much for all the support along the way, and we will see you very very soon. Thanks, guys, and uh, take care. Keep your heads down and stay safe. One last time, let's round us out with the music. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening, uh, not just today, but all the shows. You can still find me on YouTube at David Down Under, over on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Links in the description of every podcast down the bottom. Uh, also links for all the podcast platforms, all that kind of shit. Uh, if you want to continue writing in, you can shoot an email at DaveLeePod at gmail.com or you can uh, just use DaveLeeDownUnder at gmail.com. Either of those will get to me. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast platforms, leave a review and rating. Why the hell not? Just do it. Just leave a rating. Just leave a review. Why not? Like I said, <laughs> 10 ratings and we're back next week. Yeah. Uh, you'll regret it. What have I done? What have I done? Uh, look, YouTube preview if you're interested in the YouTube stuff. Last week I put up a Spider-Man Blu-ray announcement. Talk about all the different editions of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home that are coming out. This week I'm going to have a couple of previews. I do like the annual previews of Disney and animation. I'm going to make them monthly now because there's so much content coming out. I'm going to like trial run them. 
as a monthly kind of thing. I'm also going to have, I'm working on my next evolution at the moment. I think it's no surprise that I'm doing Batman at the moment. I'm trying to have that out in the next couple of weeks to coincide with the release of the film. Batman. That's the guy. Uh, so that'll be with you in a couple of weeks. I'll also have my first DreamWorks ranking video maybe in a, in a week or two. I'm not sure. But this month, though, uh, sorry, March, yeah, we'll roll out the first one of them. Look, thanks to old mate Reek for joining me for this show and for most of the series. You missed out on a couple of episodes, but most of the series. It's been a pleasure, Dave. It's been great. Thank you so much. I've loved it. It's been great. Every moment of it. Righto. From us, that's it. Take it easy, guys. Hello. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Take care.